Hey y'all, this is Ty. I'm Shell. And I'm Q. And you're listening to the Triple Faith Walk Podcast, the show that provides perspective on the Bible and Christian living while encouraging authentic relationships with God. Okay, everybody, welcome back for another episode with the Triple Faith Walk Podcast. Uh, we are so excited to have you all back here with us. Um, and we appreciate you all for rocking with us through season two. I think we like almost halfway done, if I'm not mistaken. I might be jumping the gun, but I think we are. Now, you you have been mistaken because we this episode four or five, I thought we was doing 12. Okay, so if we doing 12, we almost halfway there. I wasn't bless, that off. Bless your heart. <laughs> but go ahead, so, proceed as you wish. So yes, we appreciate y'all um, being here with us. And today we're going to be talking about loving your enemies. Okay. So before we jump into this topic, this lovely topic, we're going to start off with prayer. So if you would join us in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for giving us another day to come together, Lord, um, to speak to your people and to to talk about the things that you would have us speak on, Lord. I just thank you again for giving us the opportunity to share um, and to be able to share our experiences with others, Lord, all for the purpose of growing your kingdom, Lord. I pray that each person that's listening in today, God, that they would just hear you, Lord, that they would receive your word, um, that they would receive the scriptures that we share and spend time alone with those scriptures and reading them and hearing you directly um, and your instructions on how you would have them operate in their lives, Lord. We thank you you in advance for the blessing that this will have on the lives of others god and we just thank you for using us as a vessel in jesus name we pray amen amen all right i'm kicking it over to you lachelle good evening and or morning and or afternoon because i keep forgetting that this is a podcast so people can actually listen at their leisure so what do i supposed to say Hey y'all! You say what's up, y'all? Okay, hey y'all. <laughs> you say you say whatever your heart desire, because I'm pretty sure you tried to roast me for saying hey y'all some months ago. But if you gonna say hey y'all, just know I'm gonna pay you back to say. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's why we're here today, right now. <laughs> what's the topic today? <laughs> I don't think that I need it. Cause I'm pretty country myself. I don't think I roasted you. I think it was the way you said it, not what you said. What they be saying is what you say, not how you say it. No, it's whatever. Whatever. But I don't think so. I don't think I did that. that I'm be- I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah, but it's it's okay. I was just giving them a preview of how we shouldn't act. I was just playing. You you say whatever your heart desires. You've been doing that. Whatever also. you want to say to the people. You've been doing, you got something to prove season two. Cause remember the Hosea, the other word we would not name. You've been doing What's that. wrong with saying how? Tyler, this is, this is like the fifth episode. That she been clowning. That you no. just said that. And we, we're done. <laughs> and we, ain't we're, got- we ain't even got to the episode yet. We are done. Okay. We, I don't want to hear that no more. <laughs> I was provoked. I literally was. No, I, I was, was just provoked. Pro- like you've been clowning. And that you have no proof. And at this point, <laughs> like you and not me. This is just, I tell you, I love y'all anyway, okay? All right, I love you too. Now. All right, so today we're talking about loving your enemies. <laughs> the guiding scripture we're going to use for this uh, podcast is going to be Luke 6, 27 and 28. Um, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. But to to you who are willing to listen, I say... I love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you and pray for those who hurt you. I'm reading. Yeah. Can you tell us it again? I was trying to turn real fast in my Bible. <laughs> yeah. yeah wait, because I hold up now. Cause I ain't even near y'all. Where are we going? John 17 and what? You ain't give us no time. You ain't tell us say amen. When we get there, you just went. Right. Oh, Didn't yeah. say stand up or nothing. Right. Uh, Luke 6, for the ones who got IEPs, we do not discriminate, Talisha and Q, verse 27 and 28. Okay, I'm there, sister. Go ahead. Amen. From the New Living Translation, but to you who are willing to listen, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who hurt you. 
thoughts on those two verses? Any immediate reactions, as I would like to say when I used to be an English teacher? I would say, I think that I actually do a pretty good job of this. I think I'll be loving my enemies. That was your first reaction? To those two verses? Okay, Q, what you got? Because we're going um, to pin Talisha coming real quick, and then we're going to come to you, then I'm going to go right back to her. So my initial reaction was easier said than done. However, then I quickly pivoted to when I decided to love an enemy versus hate them, and it made my life easier. So it is definitely easier said than done. But once you give in, it feels so much better. Your blood pressure don't be going high. You ain't being spiteful. You ain't got to avoid folks. You ain't. It's just it's just easier to just say, you know what? It is what it is. So, but yeah, my first reaction was easier said than done until I had to like really think and process. No, I feel that. Especially like, I think it's easier said than done depending on the level of enemy they are. You know what I'm saying? Or what type of spite it was. Like if it's something simple, it's it's so much easier versus something strong. It's kind of like, oh, I got to pray on this. You know what I'm saying? That is true. See, but for me, I don't even know if it's the level. that I think it's, it's, it's how much I trusted them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If I expected something like that from you, then I ain't even mad. But if I didn't expect it, oh, baby, I'm flaming on the inside, okay? And you going to catch this. I'm just kidding. I was totally just kidding. But you ain't playing. All mm-hmm. right. Back to mm-hmm. Talisha's pin comment. You do great at this. That was your initial reaction. Did I say great or I said good? I can't recall. Don't quote me because I don't want to lie on this here Christian podcast. If someone slapped verse 29, if someone slapped <laughs> on the cheek, offer the other cheek also. If someone demands your coat, offer your shirt also. Give to anyone who asks. And when things are taken away from you, don't try to get them back. Do to others as you would like them to do to you. How do you okay. feel about Okay. So I can modify the statement just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> bit. Because only on the only on the on the strength of like if someone smacked me, it's this thing called reflexes. And I can't, I be trying to, you know, control reflexes, but reflexes are reflexes for a reason. Um, but however, I feel like in situations that I've been in where like somebody like takes something from me or like mistreats me, um, I very rarely try to match their energy. Like, I don't, it's not, it's not really in me to do that. Um, I just kind of be like, it's whatever. Like, I remember I used to work at this job and somebody went in my bag and stole $60 out of my bag. Now, mind you, at the time I was working like three jobs, like I was getting my hustle on because clearly I needed to do that, but they definitely stole $60 from me. And I was just kind of like, man, they really took my money. But then I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna just chalk it up to they needed it more than I did and just kind of let it go. Because I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Like I was, I was still okay. I wasn't gonna like die because somebody took $60. And if it was really that deep, I'm gonna just assume that you really needed it that bad that you had to take it, you know? So that type of energy. Um, but yeah, that, now, that hold hitting on. thing. That hold hitting up, thing, hold up, Bess. I'm sorry. Stop, stop right there. Because I'm gonna have to have the employer roll the tapes there because you're not gonna take my hard earned sixty dollars and I'm just gonna say it is what it is. It's a such thing as accountability. And if you act crazy, you need to be held accountable for your response your 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 acts. Now what so, did the scripture just say? Look, hold up, because the in the workplace that is unacceptable. You do not go in somebody's personal items. That's a violation of some code or or policy or pro, and they it need is. to be they need to be accountable and responsible for their actions. However, Per this scripture, yeah, don't go beat them up over $60, but at the same time, they need to be held accountable for their actions. Now, go go ahead with the slapping, sis. I just wanted to put that out there. We're not excusing bad behaviors. We correcting. Okay? Okay. Correct and still love and not like, so if she knew who did it, I think it would be more so the reproach after that. It wouldn't be like a spiteful, oh. Mm, How like can a- you correct and still love? The, ain't there a scripture that talk about if a Christian is out here acting crazy? And you, you a Christian, you can tell them they're acting crazy in a loving manner. 
I and, didn't say how. I said I think <laughs> that she can uh, hold them accountable and steal love. I didn't say how. Oh, well, I was about and, to say, baby, wait a minute now because you know that you know that context. image with the with who was it? Uh, OJ with the cigarette with the with the perm hair. That's how I was just looking two seconds ago. I, I cannot. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. In, Ty, in context, me. I didn't know who did it at the time. We had like suspicions, but we didn't know. And then the person did it again, but not to me the second time. And so when they did it again, that's when they ran the tapes and found out who it was. But yeah, so and by that time they was gone. I didn't I never saw them again after that. But yeah. So for clarification purposes, you ain't get your sixty dollars back. You know what? Our boss, the the owner actually ended up giving it to me. Like she just gave it back. Um like she didn't take it, but she gave it back just, you know, because she felt bad. But it was like months after when they did it again. And then when they ran the tape, she was like, no, nah, like, I'm sorry. Here. Oh, what OK, happened? so now now hold up. So would you have done anything differently, Ty? Now, this is an interview question I'd be asking folks when they join in my team. But what do you think like you don't regret not saying like, hey, someone might have taken sixty dollars from my bag? No, did you I mind did. I did tape? say it. I did tell them that it happened. They just didn't look at the cameras when it happened the first time. I'm not really sure why, um, but they didn't look at the cameras the first time that it happened. And it was like one of those, I don't know, like it just, it didn't really seem like anybody else really cared. And so I was just like, I'm I'm really just chalking it up so they needed it more. Like, I feel like all of us that was working there, we was all like, nobody was like super well off. Like we was all, you know, I feel like in the same boat. So I, I just had to, all right, God, I guess they needed it more and let that, let that slide. Okay. No, no more follow-up questions for me, Lachelle. Thank you. Thank you for your questions. <laughs> I know, Talisha, we just got up in your business and that was not our intent, but you know, when you tell the story, we kind of get invested. Oh, uh, so. That's true. Um, <laughs> So, oh, and Q, did you have any reactions to verses 29 through 31 that I just read that you wanted to share? It's okay if you don't. I just don't want to leave you out. Um, I I understand what it's saying. It's it's ultimately saying don't don't keep tally, like don't change your behaviors towards people still be kind to others, still do right by others. And if they just so happen to smack you, still keep doing the right thing and hope they don't smack you again. I, that's that's my takeaway. It ultimately means like if somebody does something wrong to you, then okay, it's one thing to acknowledge it, but don't, don't be like, oh, such and such ran this stop sign yesterday. So, well, let me not play with traffic and laws because Tylisha might relapse. Um. Right. But it okay, let me come up with it. Okay, so that's like, you know, say you buy I love watermelon, so let's go with watermelon. You put watermelon in the refrigerator at your house and then your mama come over and she eat all your watermelon. Right? And she says, "Oh, I'm coming by tomorrow, but you didn't already replace your watermelon." You shouldn't be eating that whole container of watermelon so your mama don't eat it before you tomorrow. You should just hope and pray that that watermelon going to be there when you get home and your mama didn't already came by. Okay, I'm done. I'm going to stop acting up, too. I would have just hid the watermelon. (laughs) Me personally, I don't think that's what it's saying. It's saying continue to do what you do, regardless of how somebody else does you. But, baby, I I don't even think I would have taped the... Baby, don't don't touch my watermelon. You can have anything else you want. So how do y'all how do y'all think y'all do with that? Like if somebody does wrong to you, do you continue to operate the same way that you were prior to that or do you switch up? Cause No, to the no, no, no. I think I I think it depends kind of how I said earlier, like the level of it and then the frequency. Cause I definitely am at this big grown age now. And something happened this weekend. This is a perfect example, but I ain't gonna go into details where like I'm just like why would you do that like it was one of the for lack of a better term dumbest things that somebody did a long time just like why would you do that and I didn't change my behavior patterns because even though to somebody else it would have been real deep and I think like deep down inside to me 
in my past life, like a year ago would have been real deep, but I'm more so trying to get an understanding because I've been giving people more grace. So I didn't change my behaviors. I didn't act funny. I didn't, you know, treat this person differently. I still like we had to frequent the same space. Like, so I still frequent the same space included in conversations and things of that nature. Whereas to your original point, Talisha, I would have been like, it is it's up you know what i'm saying like it's up for, and, for clear for for clarification purposes um can you tell us what the reference it's up is referring to um so some people use it in regards to fighting but i usually don't have to put my hands on people because i am a great arguer and i just make people feel dumb so it's up in my context it's like arguing if they go there we we can go there but if not great oh so you mean like cardi b up or like knuck if you buck up. I'm just I'm just playing. Okay, I'm sorry. Leave me alone. Cause now you know. <laughs> you uh, know full well what she wasn't talking about. Wow, you hear me? Um, so I think now in this big grown age, I think I'm evolving. And I think we talked about this like somewhere in episode, I mean season one. I think that my patience has grown a little bit. It's not as thin as the old folks would like to say when it when it comes to certain certain spitefulness or certain hatefulness I my patients have been like people are just going to be people and do what they're going to do and it's not how it's it's really how I react to things and like Q was saying like I shouldn't change my behaviors or patterns based off somebody else's um I guess I could say inconsistencies or hatefulness since we mm. hate hate is a deep word well, I just use hate because we using love and it's like the opposite of hate or dislikeness. I don't know. But it is that's a okay. deep word, but I also think that it is a lot of hate in a lot of people's hearts and we tend to pacify it and not call it what it is. Um, and not saying that any of these people or these discussions we're talking about the $60 discipline or any of that, these are hateful people. I'm just using the term a little loosely. I hear you, sis. I'm here for it. I don't think I don't think I necessarily like will like treat the person differently, but I I do feel like if somebody does something like hurtful or you mistreat me, I do feel like I am going to um like have to put some some boundaries in place, right? Like there I feel like I will move in a way that like I feel will prevent me from being back in that same situation. You know, like if somebody, like the example I gave earlier, when somebody <laughs> stole from me, now when I come to work, I'm, I got a lock and I'm putting my stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's not, it's not that, you know, I'm treating anybody any differently, but I'm also going to put in like a, I guess a safeguard. But now I'm like, the way I'm interpreting this scripture, like, is that is that what we're supposed to do? Or am I just supposed to be like, go ahead and take that $60 again? You know? God oh. gave us common sense, honey. You supposed yeah. to you supposed to adjust. You're Next supposed to Yeah. <laughs> I think Survival of the fittest, Darwinism, one of them things, something like that. So yeah, I guess well then yes, that's an appropriate response. But yeah, I feel like you can change like your the way the access that maybe people have to you but you don't have to treat them negatively yeah and i think that's more so the point and again we could be totally off but i think that's more so the point Ty. i don't think you learning your lesson because it was lesson also within that and you cannot hate a person and still love them and pray for them but lock your stuff up because you don't want them to steal from you i think both can exist and they're not like absolutes I don't remember the question, but I also don't want to repeat what I said on the episode of forgiveness. So, um, we can press y'all because I yeah. That was Q's way of shameless pl uh, plug in the forgiveness episode in season one. If you haven't listened to it, that's right. <laughs> um, so to dig a little deeper, um, into loving your enemies, we're gonna talk about Jesus and Judas. If you don't know who Jesus is, that's the Lord and Savior, God's only begotten Son. I'm not trying to be funny because it could be some. Listeners. I'm sorry if you don't know, and that's real. 
that's real. If you don't know who Jesus is, though, I need you to hop off the podcast and like spend some time um, learning about him first because you go miss a lot. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen to the episode and then go back and learn about Jesus. So that way you can just be like, dang, I want a, a, a man of character. A perfect human being, the only perfect human being. It'll make more sense. So you you keep listening, and then you go you go handle your Bible study on your own time. Well, I mean, technically this is your own time too, but stay here, stay here. Don't go what nowhere. What is happening? <laughs> I'm sorry, I had like four hours of sleep last night. It's okay. I'm doing my best. We appreciate uh, you. So yeah, that's what Jesus is. Judas is the man who betrayed betrayed Jesus. Real simple, gonna keep it spark notes. Um, so there are several accounts um talking about this story. Um, in summary, um, if the Passover was happening or about to happen, they were preparing for dinner. Jesus decided to wash his disciples' feet. Um, you know, well, you might not know, but back in Jesus' times, sandals were mostly worn, always worn as they traveled and the main mode of transportation were your two feet, um, which tend to get dirty in sand and dirt just traditionally by walking. So washing someone's feet prior to meals or prior to entering a building um, was symbolic of cleaning and cleansing the whole body. It was like a humble type thing. Um, in summary, they uh who who was it? Was it Peter? It was like, nah, Lord, don't wash my feet. You ain't gotta do that. You know, I got it. You the Lord and Savior. You know what I'm saying? Well, at that point he went to Savior, but he was the Lord at that time. Well, cause he ain't passed away yet, because he, you know, he got a pass to say it. Anyway. I'm gonna fall out. Thank I, you, sis, for the you, clarification. I got, you, I got you. Well, you know, I try not to lie. So my biggest thing is I don't be trying to lie. I do this at work too. I'll be like, I ain't trying to lie, but that's how I interpret. You know what I'm saying? Then I put that caveat on everything. So then Peter was like, oh, well, Jesus, uh, no, Jesus was like, so this is symbolic. I need to do this because you need to do this to other people that are die. It shows X, Y, and Z. And Peter like, well, you need to wash my, my head, my back, my all my body then, Jesus. He did say that. He ain't say it like that, but this spark note, stay with me. I'm going to tell you one like more time. That. Read the Bible like for yourself. But I love I love this energy level. You go ahead, Shell. Oh, that ain't what he said in Spark No Version. That's what he said. Okay. Baby, that's what he said in the Shell Spark, Spark No Version, and I'm here for it. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, Jesus was like, no, we don't have to do that. You've already bathed today. This is the last unclean part of your body, right? Uh, then Jesus talks about uh, asking, like, do you understand what I'm doing? You call me teacher, you call me Lord, and at this point I'm reading the Bible because I didn't want to miss this part up because it's in red in the Bible for those who don't know that's Jesus' words. Um, You call me teacher, you call me Lord, and you're right because that's what I am. And since I am your teacher, I washed your feet and you should do that to each other. I've given you an example of what to do and now you need to do it. I tell you that slaves are not greater than their master nor the messenger more important than the one who sends the message. And we're going to pin that. Remember, we're going to come back to that. Because again, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, slaves are not greater than their master. Um, and now that you know all of these things, God will bless you for doing them. Basically saying that accountability piece, Ty, that now that you know better, I expect you to do better moving forward. Um and then Jesus goes on to pre predict his portrayal. He tells them, because at this point they're eating, they got to the supper. He tells them that one of them is going to portray him. The one he gave the bread and dipped into something um, is going to betray him. Um, he then says, go do what you're going to do. And then Judas got up and did what he's going to do. The other disciples was like, uh, at the time, Judas was also the treasurer. So the other disciples didn't really pay much attention or catch on to it because Jesus also, you know, often spoke in parable language or co comparative languages and things of that nature. So Judas left. So they thought he was going to pay the bill, you know, for the supper. He, they didn't think that he was actually going at that time to give up the location of where Jesus was going to be. Right. And um, the reason why I said put a pin in it, that slaves are only worth 30 pieces of silver um, it's ironic that Judas sold him for 30 pieces 
of silver. So your Lord and Savior, your master, the person who's been re preaching to you, teaching to you, performing miracles, and I, uh, uh, performing miracles, you sold for the price of a slave. You betrayed him for 30 pieces of silver or shekels that they use different exchangeable terms. Um, so yeah, so this teaches us that even though the Lord knew that one of his disciples, his handpicked disciples were going to, was going to portray him before he even did it, he still chose to wash his feet. He still chose to love him unconditionally because at that point it's unconditionally because I know not even tomorrow you finna go tell these people come get me and kill me and this was a suffering he had to endure for all of our lives in order for us to be free and our sins to be washed and us to be made whole again it was a it was a suffering a brutal suffering that even the Lord cried out of this that if the Lord if God can stop this suffering he would take that right um and he still chose to love Judas wash his feet sit down and break bread with him and just told him to go ahead and go ahead and get it over with because you're going to do it regardless. I'd rather you do it sooner than later. So how can I, I think you did a good job. So as you're giving the recap of what happened in John 13, I just thought about that. So it is right. I'm not, it is right. But it's funny that you mentioned like, you know, hey, this means, you know, treat people however you should be treating them. And in spite of what they may do or have done, but this is also servant leadership. Um, and as you were talking about, you know, you call me teacher and Lord. Um, and then still your Lord and teacher is what he says, have washed your feet and that you should watch others. I really think that is just, I don't know. I've never gotten like servant leadership out of the Bible, but that is definitely servant leadership. So I, I think that's pretty unique. That's dope. Okay, I'm done. I just thought that was interesting. Um, no, I definitely agree. I think that it really just goes to show again, like how God wants us to interact with people and treat people. Um, I think even just as believers of Christ, um, I think that's something that we have to keep in mind of knowing that Jesus wasn't like placing himself on a pedestal or saying, I'm greater than you guys, you know, whatever the case is, he made himself a servant to the same people that he was trying to teach. And I think that that is an example to us of how we can reach people, how we can love people and bring more people to the kingdom of God, not by sitting on a high and mighty stool and condemning people, but by being a servant to people um, and genuinely caring for them and taking care of them. And then even in John 17, He's praying for the disciples, including Judas. So praying for people, even people who we think have done us wrong or um, that have hurt us, still taking the time to pray over those people because you don't know. One, you don't know. We don't know everything, like the context of everything, right? And there's no, some, you know, some stuff there's no excuse for but we still don't understand the context of everything. And the truth of the matter is, I feel like broken people hurt people, hurt people, right? And so something in that person is allowing them to display this level of evil or this level of um, unkindness towards other people. And I think we have to keep that in mind and not just condemn people, but also think about how can we how can we pray for them um, and love them even in spite of them not doing the same to us? And, you know, I know we're talking about Judas right now, but Peter, Peter wasn't much better. So, I mean, he sat at that table and he was, he was about it. He was, he was down for the cause, but, and I mean, yes, he wasn't the one that went out or whatever to tell him where Jesus was, but, he definitely denied Jesus when they came back and was like, oh, and this is a disciple. That's a disciple. Peter was like, Jesus, I don't know who that is. Who, who is Jesus? What you talking about? So, but, but God knew that was coming. Jesus, I'm sorry. Jesus, well, we're not going to get into it. Okay. I'm not going to confuse nobody today. Jesus knew that was coming because he said it at the table. Mm -hmm. So Peter said, I'm sorry to that man. <laughs> 
that's not funny. Don't make me laugh. No, but for real. I mean, and, and yeah, and and even then, had that been present time 2023 and we were sitting at a table with people and we knew that one of them was going to, you know, say they didn't have an association with us and the other one was finna get us get us killed. We're not finna just be sitting here breaking bread together. We what what was you doing? What did you say earlier, Lachelle? It was gonna be up, baby. Cause let me tell you, it's gonna be up. You 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 can get out. You can just you can just get out. Go get whomever you gonna get, but you're not gonna sit at this. T- I'm just I'm not kidding, but that's why I'm not perfect because I would have had to kick them out. Like you're not gonna sit here at this table in my face like that. Mm-mm. No, I'm in, but that's also real, right? And um, and I think that Jesus this way. I mean, this is like the ultimate, you know one that kind of stuck out to us but jesus portrayed this through the way he taught throughout his entire life right like people and i'm not even gonna say like an enemy but like he historically went to unclean people to heal them specifically where even the disciples would be like well why are you touching that the lord like they got leprosy that's a prostitute that's this that's that and he like the lord doesn't discriminate against who believes in me and honestly again going back to Peter and Judas, some of them will be more faithful when it comes to worshiping and praising, you know, me and God than you all would be because you didn't deny me three times. And when I read it, it was like a run on sentence. It was kind of, it wasn't funny, but it was kind of like it was back to back to back. It was like, dang, the rooster only crow five minutes after you started denying. Like you denied that that fast, Peter. Uh, but then again, you know. I ain't here to judge Peter because he probably was fight or flight and like they're going to kill me, Lord, too. So I'm just going to tell him I don't know you. Um, but historically throughout the Bible, I think Jesus was a perfect teacher um, when it comes to loving your enemies or those who are deemed to be your enemies that truly ain't did nothing to you but living their own life. Um, I think something else, um, I forget who just said it. I think it was Ty, one of your points. But like, energy is contagious too you know like some people are just naturally grinches like just naturally like in ill feelings and if you constantly praying for those folks constantly being who you are and true to yourself despite how other people treat you and their feelings either towards you or towards the situation i truly also believe that eventually it might not turn all the way around to like 100 percent, but it gets better because it's kind of like they either, I hate to say this, go find another target or they adapt because they honestly see that it's nothing, whatever they're doing is not phasing you. You know what I mean? It's not phasing your mood. It's not phasing your attitude. So I either can adapt and be like, hey girl, or I can move along. Either way is better than this person having grudges and being nasty towards one another. Okay, so just real quick, I know, Michelle, I agree with everything you just said, but just one thing that I think at least I would want people to be mindful of. I don't think anybody is a natural Grinch, like just naturally nasty because you wasn't born that way. You was a happy child unless you was hungry, your diaper was dirty or you was tired. I feel like there are events that happen through people's lives where they don't heal from them and then they turn into this grouchy person or this, you know, this ball of bad energy. Um, but I think that goes back to the point of the importance to heal, which also takes us back to the importance of forgiveness, not for others, but for yourself. So you don't have to be having that nasty energy and carrying on the way you're carrying on because like y'all just say, energy transfers, but there there is a root cause to why you act the way you act. And until you are ready to acknowledge that, and accept those feelings to heal yourself from that yeah I I would just say forgiveness is not a thing or what have you but for those that may be natural Grinches I don't think you're a natural Grinch I just think you have some unresolved hurt that you haven't dealt with and maybe this is a good opportunity for you to sit in your thinking chair or go to your prayer room and have a moment to yourself and think about that and figure out how you can move past it. So you can be forgiving and you can love your enemies as the good Lord told us to. And I think um, when we think about loving our enemies or even just how we deal with other people, um, it is important 
to make sure that we we address those things like in us that like we said might make us grinches or make us angry um because sometimes the things that God wants us to do requires us to deal with people in a compassionate way um and it when we when I was like preparing for us to do this episode it made me think back to when we talked about Moses um and when Moses was getting sick and tired of them people because he felt like they weren't doing what they were supposed to be doing um and they were always griping and complaining and talking about Moses and his brother like you know he literally in one of his prayers he like lord they about to try to stone me if they don't get no water you know and so the second time that this happened when God told Moses I want you to speak to the rock and let the water flow he hit the rock instead right and he hit the rock out of his frustration and anger. And in the end, it was, it impacted him negatively. It didn't impact the people negatively. Um, he was the one that because of his actions, wasn't going to go to the promised land because God needed him to show up as a different type of leader, as a compassionate leader. And Moses was at his breaking point with them people. He was sick of them Israelites. And <laughs> so I think when we when we think about how we do with people, it's not always just about the other person. Like, oh, I'm going to make this person feel bad or I'm going to repay them for what they did. It has an impact on us as well. And we want to consider um, if that's going to be a negative impact because for Moses, it was. I mean, in the end, he reconciled with it, but he essentially did all that work and didn't even get to see the promised land. Like, sorry to that man, but <laughs> just... <laughs> Time out with your best, best friend. Come out. Wait, you can't say that wasn't uh -oh. funny. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That was funny. Mm -mm. That was funny. When people get sent, when I get to the Pearly White Gates, I got enough sin of my own to account for. I'm not counting for y'all's in y'all words. I can't. I got the enough. Lord, the Lord made me this way. So I got enough. Know when you what get she to said. heaven and y'all come to the comedy shows, I'm going to be up there making Wait all the people laugh. The comedy show in the streets of gold? Yes. Okay. Well, baby, I don't there. like to sit through comedy shows, so I'm not coming, but y'all, I will meet up with y'all after. You going to hear it. I'll be there, Ty. Don't even okay, worry about girl. it. Okay, girl. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to get you I a pass. <laughs> you go get a VIP pass. And I think that's a, your point is a great transition. So like, I was thinking last night, like, what can we tell these people, these people being the listeners, like some practical things, like how to practice this in real life? Um, like, how do you go about loving your en enemies? And the first thing that came to my mind was like, God's grace, you know, and I'm not saying that you got to love your enemies tomorrow, because it is something that you constantly work on, and you have to submit to him into prayer and to really ask him to soften your heart because it, it loving your enemies and forgiveness does go hand in hand. So shameless plug again, if you haven't listened to the forgiveness episode, I think that was my favorite episode last season. Um, please go back and listen to it. But I think that submitting to God and God's grace and going to him in prayer is truly the start of getting to a place where you can forgive your enemies. Um, and always remember that as we can see, the Lord has ordained us to do such. Um, like, and then I think Q made a good point because it was something like, I think too, I was thinking about last night. I was like, well, and we also got to address what what made them enemy. Like get to the root cause of the situation and submit to prayer for that as well. Like what is the root cause of this? What did I feel like they spited me on? what is you know going on here and is it something that i need to fix and i need to change on my end or is it truly something that i need to ask for my heart to be softened to forgive them or address on their end um what y'all think about those two i think a part of that also is just self-awareness you talked about you know taking it to god praying all that stuff but you also have to be go to God in prayer and ask, you know, ask him to help you forgive yourself. Um, because sometimes we don't, we don't really hate, hate quote unquote hate people. 
Hate is a strong word. We don't really hate people because of what they did. We hate people because we allowed them to do that to us. It's not necessarily what they did is that they had the access or you trusted them enough to get close enough to hurt you. So now they on your enemy list, but it's it's more so because of what your expectations were, not necessarily what their expectations were towards you. I think that makes sense in my head, but I, I, I would agree with you, Shale. I think a part of that is just passing it over. Y'all go read uh, the Lord's prayer because we definitely ask the Lord to forgive us of our sins and our debts. Um, in addition to allowing us to forgive our debtors, right. Or those who trespass against us. And I mean, it works both ways, right? If, if the good Lord is going to forgive us, then we should be forgiving others. And yeah. And now you correct me if I just went in a whole circle because I, I told you I'm tired, but hopefully that fits the build i think it does i think it's something because it's easy for like i just remember being in church house when i was a kid this is what the scriptures say just do it you know and then it was kind of like well how i do that because at this point i don't like them and it's up you know what i'm saying like no give me like and i'm not saying that like addressing your bitterness and all this kind of stuff is going to be like the the end of the work but i do think what you just offered is valuable to at least a starting point for folks who are struggling with this or might be struggling with this, or this might be a, a new idea to them, essentially some groundwork that they can be doing to work towards loving and forgiving their enemy. So, yes. Yeah, and, so- and one more thing, cause my, my brain just be, be jumping all over the place when I'm tired. Spiritual maturity just came up because you just mentioned like when you be in church and they tell you what's expected of you and not how to do it. Can you imagine being in the church? You know, when you were smaller in church and you did something you wasn't supposed to do, you either got pinched or you got popped. Was that just us or did y'all no. used to get pinched? You you didn't get pinched or popped? Whatever the hit with the Bible, hit with the hymn book, whatever was close, the crossword puzzle they gave us to play with, whatever was close, you got hit with. All of the above. <laughs> but But imagine... Imagine if we took that same attitude like as adults, right? So when you got disciplined in church for acting up in church, you would sit there and be real mad in your feelings. You ain't even listening no more. You just mad that you can't get up and leave from the spot you just got disciplined in. Now, as an adult, you know what I mean? Like if something happens, even just the same scenario, somebody does something to you and then you just, you you soak in it. Sulk, sulk. What, what am I, what word am I trying to say there? That is the right word not these faces you I feel like you miss you miss opportunities like you miss a a growth opportunity for yourself you may miss a blessing in the process you may be delayed in something because you you're not focused on nothing else around you that you should be focused on you focused on that one particular act and how they done got on your nerve so you know who process process and pray process and pray I like that double p Mm -hmm. okay I'm done pray period okay your turn uh, not process pray period you have something did you have something to add would you like to add something um yeah i think for me a lot of times i have to maybe not go with like my initial reaction or like my initial emotion um especially when it comes to like when i feel like somebody has wronged me because I think we talked about this in the other episode. Like if I'm driving and somebody cuts me off in my mind, the first thought is hit them with the car. Right. And I have to say, is that reasonable? Is that a reasonable response? And the answer is no. So sometimes you have to literally your first reaction to whatever has happened has to be, that is not reasonable. Let's try again. And one of my favorite scriptures is, um, Proverbs chapter three, verse five through six. And that's where it talks about trusting in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding and in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. And when we think about that, a lot of times things happen that we don't have an understanding of, or maybe our understanding um, is, is based off of our perspective, which might not entail the whole truth or uh, tell the whole story because we don't really have all the context, right? Um, and we're not all knowing like God. God is omnipotent and he knows everything that's happening, whereas we only know it from our perspective. And so instead of acting off of our perspective, 
um, or just what we believe has happened or just acting based off of our emotions. I think sometimes we have to stop that initial thought and then step into the mindset of how would God have me do with this situation? And it's, it's not necessarily like um, somebody did something to me and I have to pretend like it didn't happen, but I don't have to try to repay that person back with evil. I don't have to try to go out of my way to make them feel how I feel um, because I'm hurting or because I'm upset. And I think one one other thing, unless y'all y'all had something to that point. No, you you go right ahead, Sister Ty. I was gonna say one other thing I also think is that sometimes we have to assess um the people that we view as our enemies, are they really our enemies? Sometimes we look at people or we look at situations and we're like, this is negative or they're negative. And that might not really be the case. Um, even with the story that we talked about last week where we talked about Rahab, right? And we talked about the fact that um, these two spies came, but they were spies. If she was just looking at it per from the perspective of, I belong to this land and these are uh, my people, she would have viewed those spies as enemies instead of as the people that God was with. And so sometimes who we look at as our enemy may not necessarily be our enemy. And we have to change our perspective of who people are or how God is using people um, in our situation so that we can have the right outlook on what's really happening. You know what? This, this that's one of them uh we're not enemies. You you just you you my enemy, but I ain't really worried about you. That's that. You you got a problem with yourself kind of thing. Mm, cause cause baby. I definitely agree with that. Uh, and I think it's humans. Well, let me not say it's humans. Like me being a natural imp, I think sometimes in the reverse, like you can feel people energy shift and stuff, you know? And then I feel like, then I go into like this deep thought and I overthink and overanalyze everything. Like, what can I done differently? Like, how do they view me and stuff like this? And I really had to get to a point where if I tried to address the situation, if I tried to come to, you know, a common ground because I can feel this energy and stuff shift and they just choose not to. I also had to come up with a way. I just was like, you know what? I know I did everything in my power to not, what's the opposite word we're using for the word we're not going to use? the H-A-T because I don't think people hate me but I also think that self-awareness piece can go both ways when you might not feel like they're your enemy but in the reverse they feel like it's yours um and then once you did that thing your power baby pray for the people and keep pushing and Ty um I didn't know that was one of your favorite bible verses that's one of mine too I even got it tatted off me girl just a little but I definitely that's definitely one of my favorite bible verses as well um Proverbs 3 5 and 6 that be the one. I memorized that one when I my godmother, when we were younger, we used to have to memorize Bible scriptures before we could eat our food. And I remember when I memorized that one, I was so excited because it was a longer one. And I just never forgot it. It stuck with me. And I'd be going to that scripture all the time. Hold on. Did you say you had to memorize a scripture before you could eat? We had, we each we had to bring a different Bible verse every meal. I think that's just that's just hate. That that that's that sounds like abuse. I wasn't gonna say it, but since Lachelle no. did, you know, the social worker at me was like, "You, you, they make you ever, you all, uh, remember the verses." And I said, "I mean," and we used to run upstairs right before we was about to eat and open the Bible, you know, and try to get your your verse real quick. And they only let you use Jesus wept so many times. So I'm finna fall on this floor. And I'm Bless so hungry, it. I can't remember, Lord. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's all I have. Do anybody have any final thoughts or closing remarks or action commitments? I just wanted to lift up um, an additional scripture that talks about love, loving people. Um, and so this is in Romans chapter 12, uh -huh. verse 9 through 10. And then I'm yep. also going to read 14. Y'all don't be giving people time to get there. My goodness. I didn't start yet. I didn't Clutch his pearls. Yet. <laughs> All right, so verse nine, 
Don't just pretend to love others, really love them. Hate what is wrong, hold tight to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. And then I'm jumping down to verse 14. It says, bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Um, So I think if you're also trying to think of like tangible things to do, verse 14 is a good one. Um, Pray over the people that hurt you and people that hurt your family, all of that. Um, I think that's an important thing to do. And sometimes it can be easier said than done, but sometimes lifting those people up in prayer that can also help you to um, operate in compassion and not choose to retaliate with evil and violence or um, unkindness, if that's your initial reaction. You know what? I feel like the good Lord knew this whole this whole concept of loving your enemies was going to be hard because I feel like we just read a scripture that said pretty much the exact same thing earlier. Unless I'm tripping. I could be tripping, but I'm pretty sure we read one earlier and it says almost the exact same thing. No, yeah. No, it, it really does. And it's a lot more scriptures that says the same thing. I put a few down here. It's a like ver- whole Bible verses that talk about the same thing so i definitely agree with that sentiment q like i think it's so reiterated throughout the bible because it's something that he knew was gonna be hard because you know when people hurt your feelings it ain't that you try to you don't want to feel that feeling again so we tend to reserve or shun out or do fight flight fight mode to never get it to happen again so i definitely do think it's gonna be hard you know mm-hmm. it's you know what that's probably why one in seven verses in the bible is about finances because because we love money but you can't have two idols and i love to spend it you know what i, can, I don't even have time to worship the money you know why because as quick as i get it the best <laughs> so First the, lord, of all, gotta worry, the lord ain't never got to worry about me he ain't <laughs> never got to worry about me he get his love off the top and then it's up from there okay different context of it's up but it's up all right. You know, I'm going to start taking I notes cannot. for this lingo because after going to the Beyonce concert last night, I'm pretty sure I'm not hip. Okay. Didn't know half them songs. So it's up has multiple meaning. I'm just kidding. I'm going to stop playing. I'm done. I'm done playing. All right. Action com- commitments party people. What was how y'all's do, last how week? We do last week? I don't even know what mine was. So, so that tells you that. That was mine too, Talisha. And what you kept saying throughout this episode? Sorry to that man, because I ain't prayed for him not once. Not <laughs> sorry to minute. your future husband because you ain't to him not I once. text I text y'all and asked y'all what y'all was reading, and and Lachelle, you show didn't even respond. Cause what you want me to lie for? I don't, I, I don't you I don't want you to lie, but I want you to be accountable to the things you say that you were going to do. And, and I fully acknowledge that. And I've been tired. Y'all don't even want to know what I did. No, uh, uh, excuses. What are excuses? Who's it Thank you. That Billbird's deleting the work. Okay. And and we're not hazing on this podcast, so don't you be answering them kind of That's questions. Why. That's why I ain't finished the say because they're gonna be like, what? All three, all three of them. Yes, um, ma'am. No, that's gonna really. I actually that was weighing on my heart even last night, and I went to reach for the book. But since I was already laying down, the Lord said, "Just close your eyes. You will come." To that this. that's what He, he said to you. He did because He was like the husband. After you said that prayer, the husband ain't gonna come tomorrow. That's what He told me. So I just went on ahead and go lay down. I went lay down, and then I said, "I'm gonna try again tonight." Yeah. So why why do you why do you sound like one of them black people that be on the news acting crazy? You know what? What's your ex commitment? <laughs> no, I want hey. you to answer the question because why hey. do you sound why do you sound like you would go viral if you got interviewed? See, that's why I'm be y'all, y'all not gonna get me today. Y'all not gonna get me. Okay. I, I don't know well, what my action commitment is this week. What was yours last week? How did you do? I don't even know what it was. That's how I, I think, I I think know. yours was to read this too. Girl, what first of all. I, I think under you the- did say that. I think you did say you was going to read. Wait. So this book, I don't know if we told y'all the title. It's called 31 Prayers for My Future Husband. And it's by Jennifer and Aaron Smith. 
preparing my heart for marriage by praying for him. Well, let me tell you, that book been on my dresser and now I can't find it. So at this point. So you didn't do yours either. Sorry to that. Sorry to that man. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) We go play. Well, you know what? I I did do mine. I did do mine this week. Um, and baby, when I got to praying for that man, I started praying, praying for that man. Because if I can just, if I can just tell y'all real quick, like being in a like single season, like a real single season, and just waiting for God, sometimes I'd be like, dang, like is what I really desire. Um, for my future partner in Christ in our relationship, I call it my PIC, and I'm I'm gonna uh, copyright that, so don't try to steal it. But for me and my future PIC, I just feel like I, sometimes you be like, "Dang, is this realistic? Like, is this really gonna happen?" And saying these prayers, I feel like it's just a reminder. Like, it most definitely is, and God is working on somebody just the same way that He's working on me and preparing me. Um, so yeah. I I normally like read the prayers, um, but I started reading them out loud and I don't know something about hearing, hearing myself pray for my future husband that hit different. And I was like, all right, baby, wherever you at, girl, the Lord when got I, you covered. The Lord got you covered. When I tell you that is a different level of intimacy, I was thinking about that uh, yesterday and I say, I got to stop praying for, for some men because at this point we, I'm, mm-mm. I need to be careful. Different. I need to be careful and I need to be mindful because it hit different and you got to, okay, you mm-hmm. got to, amen, you better. Amen. Okay. Um, I think we are ready to close out. Yes, maybe. We didn't Any- give action, our upcoming action commitments if you have those. I feel like we can just do a repeat of, of last week because one, those prayers are really good. And I feel like they're applicable to ourselves in addition to our spouse, right? Yes. So I feel like we should run that back because we we said we were going to do that two weeks in a row. Well, I didn't say that two weeks ago. I said something else. But I, I did, did do it this time. Um, yeah, but, but, but you, didn't, I, I, you didn't do it the time before that and, best friend. And you so. didn't do it this time. You don't even know where your I, book is at. Maybe I look high and low, honey. It was on the dresser, so maybe. So, so hopefully next week you don't come back telling us you still don't I'm, know where I'm, to look at. I'm finna go crawl and only look under that dresser. Like the Hobby Lobby. But I'm no, I'm down. Did to I read budget it that again, seven dollars for to to repurchase Girl. this book? Who, which one of y'all bought me this book? Yeah, I for bought sure. it, but natural logical consequences. If you lose something, you got to replace it. You should have did better. When you know better, you do better. Bet you won't do it again. Yes, ma'am. Amen and amen. I'm so action go. commitments for this week. We gonna read this book again. Um, add some more, some more prayers uh for ourselves and for our future husbands. I feel like we should talk about one of the prayers next week. I don't know. Are we doing a, a woman of the Bible next week? Um yeah, yeah I think we're talking about Esther. Oh, Esther, Esther had a pretty uh interesting relationship i could share the one i did today i uh, was praying uh, uh, t- um ma'am i said you let the lord use you go ahead go I, you know what don't okay. let the lord we use you we're week. gonna say that for next week you gonna remember no. you're gonna put up look now you got a reason to come back <laughs> all right well we can go ahead and pray our way out of this Father God, thank you for giving us this space, this opportunity to come together and fellowship and worship um, and study your word, Lord. Thank you for giving us this platform and to the listeners that are out there. May they hear something today that resonates with them. May they also take something practical away from today's episode on loving our enemies, Lord. We know that it is hard um, and we are not perfect, but we thank you for your grace and your mercy and the ways that you continue to speak through us, Lord, help us um, or help those of us that are struggling with hurt, Lord, that has turned into something else, Lord. Allow us to forgive ourselves where we haven't and allow us to forgive others as you have forgiven us, Lord. We just hope that someone takes something away from this podcast. And we also hope that we ourselves continue to grow and learn every single day as we are apart or away from this podcast, Lord. May we stay close to our uh, faith community 
and in touch with each other to ensure that we are encouraging the spiritual growth of one another. Lord, as we part ways, I just ask that you watch over us throughout the week. Keep us safe. Keep us protected. Protect our minds. Can protect our hearts. Protect our spirits, Lord. May we stay in good spirits. Um, be surrounded by peace this week, Lord. Don't let us fall off track. And when we do, Lord, help us to get right back on track. Until we meet again, Lord, thank you and amen. All right, y'all. Another opportunity for us to keep it real. May the good Lord bless you and may the good Lord keep you. Until next time, Triple Faith signing out.